I feel like Wichita was the birth of a, a living legend. I love Wichita and will always be grateful to what Wichita gave me. For real, for real. I want to say to Wichita, man, just, you know, think outside the box. Don't get caught up in the right way. There is no right way. There's your way. Welcome to the Wichita Live Podcast. My name is Landon. Today's guest is Dax. Dax is an up-and-coming hip-hop artist. Originally from Ottawa, Canada, he came to the U.S. of A. to pursue his dream in basketball, where he ended up playing Division I at Montana, and then playing two years at Newman University in Wichita, where he led the conference in scoring his senior year. Dax started with written poetry and then turned to rap, deciding that that was the only way he could make the biggest impact on the world. Dax has been blowing up the internet and social media, as of mid-March 2019, he has amassed a following of 650,000 followers on Instagram, 80,000 on Twitter, and over 1.3 million on YouTube. Dax is currently getting 750,000 listens per month on Spotify. Just a real quick warning, there is some explicit language in this episode. That being said, enjoy my conversation with Dax. So I'm here with Dax. How you doing, man? Man, good. How about you? Pretty good, dude. Um, just off the bat, I want to say thanks for answering the call. I reached out to you. I mean, it was back in like August and you gave me your number and been talking back and forth since trying to get this set up. So just wanted oh, yeah. to say thanks. And, uh, if you could just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, if they don't know who you are. Oh yeah. So my name is Dax. Um, up and coming music artist, uh, the connection between me and Wichita I moved there for basketball initially after high school in Canada and I was playing prep school. Then left Wichita to go play D1. Uh, right before that, I was at JUCO. Then went D1 in Missoula, Montana. Then came back to Wichita, Kansas for my last two years of college um, at Newman University. Junior year while I was at Newman University, started writing poetry. The poetry turned into music. And uh, now I'm here. Awesome, dude. So what drew you to Wichita? I, mean, I know you were at Sunrise, but why Wichita out of anywhere else? Uh, that was just the only place where I found a prep school that I could go to that would help me, you know, cover the cost of, of playing um, basketball in the States. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. Um, where does the name Dax come from? Because your name's Daniel, right? Yeah. Where, where's the name? Did you give yourself that name or did somebody else call you that? Yeah, I, I gave myself that name. So basically, if you take D-A-X and you put a bracket um, around the X, X is like a variable. So like I substitute X for N. So Dax is still Dan. Nice. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. A little uh, more intelligent than some of the other rap names, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Good. Nice. So uh, just to touch on basketball a little bit more, um, so you played a couple or a year at D1 and then at Newman. Um, was there a reason you went from D1 back to Newman, or do you just like Wichita? Or Yeah, there was, um, I, there was a coaching change at the University of Montana when I was there. The person who had originally recruited me uh, left to uh, a different school. Gotcha. It just didn't work out with the new with the new coach, and it just never ended up, you know. Yeah, I feel you. Running in my favor, so it just had to be over. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and when when you when you were at Newman, um, your senior year, you led the conference. So, did you were there thoughts like your senior year of trying to play NBA or overseas or anything? Yeah, that is, that that is all, that had always been the goal. Like, was, you know, try to play in the NBA, and um, I guess that 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 junior year of mine. When I started writing poetry, I, I just found like my another love, and I found something that I was like 
truly talented at. I think uh-huh. basketball, basketball wasn't necessarily a talent. It was more of like a practice skill I had. All right. So um, once I found that I was there was something I was naturally talented at, I just, you know, transitioned pretty seamlessly, honestly, into just doing it full time. Right. That, and that seemed like pretty good timing. I mean, only a couple years till you're out of college and you got to go figure out what you're doing. So that's cool. Yeah, it was great timing. It's, it's crazy when I think about it, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Did you have a backup plan? Like, what's your degree in? Uh, communications. Okay. Did you know what you if you weren't going to go pro in basketball before, uh, like, poetry and rapping and everything, did you have a plan? No, I was just going to be basketball. Nice. Yeah. No, yeah. no plan B, just stick with plan A? Yeah, I, I, don't believe, I don't believe in plan Bs. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so I, I saw you play in some of those, like, sneaker con games and stuff like that. Is that something you want to continue to do is try to play and – Keep your feet wet in basketball like that. Yeah, I'm always trying to, you know, go and you know, play in any game, celebrity game, and stuff like that. Just anything that's like structured. You know, I don't like, I don't, I don't just go and play pickup randomly here and there. But anything that's like structured and has some like, you know, right. I say publicity involved. I like to play in. Right, right. So I could definitely see you like at the All Star game next year or something. It'd be pretty oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Uh, do you think you're like pinnacle of? Uh, celebrities or artists as far as basketball? In terms of like how good I am at basketball? And yeah, like I know like J. Cole and some of those other guys can play pretty well, but you think you could beat most of those guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty easy. Okay, sure, okay. Yeah. Um, and then I saw a quote in – there was an article in uh, Vibe or something a couple years ago about you in Wichita, um, and your coach Kyle at Sunrise was saying you have a work ethic similar to Buddy Eald. Um where did that work ethic come from? Have you always had that, or? Yeah, I think I think I got it from my parents. Honestly, I think um, that's probably where it's passed down from because they just work, you know, at a rate that's just you know alarming. Most people can't even fathom. Right, right. Which you know, the people, I, the things, I, the things that I grew up seeing that type of, that type of work, people, most people can't even you know can't even dream working that hard. So yeah. I get it from them. Gotcha. Are they back in Canada still? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, and so that work ethic then transitioned from while you were playing basketball to being a janitor or custodian. How was that something you wanted to do or something you had to do? Yeah, was, I mean, it was just it was the easiest job for me at that point. And I needed money. Right. So I was I was I was going to school during the day, and I was I was I was still playing basketball um, up until the last semester of college. But um, yeah, I was going to school during the day. I had then I, had, I was worked overnight. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and I think that, I mean, you use it in a lot of your songs, but I think it's really cool so that you can connect to, I mean, the everyday person. A lot of guys can't yeah. say that, so. Yeah, just, you know, it's, it's nice to always find ways that you can connect. To, you know, the, the closer you can make people feel to your journey, the more you can motivate them. So I always try to, depending on the song, um, you know, give notice to that. Right, right. Um, so you said you kind of just stumbled onto poetry. Was there something that got you into poetry, or is that something you've always been interested in? Uh, I've always like I like I I'd always I've always like freestyled growing up, you know what I mean? Like I used to, you know, if someone put a beat on, we would just, you know, shoot the shit, I'd fuck around and, you know, try to rap on it. So people would all people have always said, Oh man, you should rap and I was just like, nah, I don't wanna be a rapper. And I've always been um just good with words, you know, I can so I'm always that's why I'm good at like, you know, the one take videos and right. stuff like that because like you know, I can just I can, I can put words together really well really fast in my head and make it sound good absolutely yeah i was listening to you a little bit ago and my wife uh the first thing she said was he's very articulate 
with his words, which she doesn't yeah. say about a lot of artists. So yeah, so yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did you perform any of the? So you wrote a lot of poetry. Did you perform any of that spoken poetry in college? Uh, I used to go from like to different schools and uh, not necessarily do the poetry, but do like motivational speaking. Right. Okay. I think I've seen a couple of those little videos you did. You did back yeah. in the day. So. Yeah. So I I, I, I performed the poetry live a couple times. Nice. Very yeah. cool. Um, yeah. So the first video I saw, I didn't know. I mean, I, I guess I caught you. It wasn't really late, but was the Shape of You remix. And I was like, wait a second, I, I know that bridge across Kellogg. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So yeah. I passed that around to my brothers and some of their friends and stuff. But um, So your dream about Tupac, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that was back when I started. Um, it was during the time when I had started with the poetry. And um, so basically, you know, I found out that, you know, Tupac had also started with poetry. And sort of like, you know, I think I think there's like a... a a, a backstory about Tupac that a lot of people probably don't know. Mm -hmm. I haven't even done much research on it myself, but it's just, it's a, it's a story that, you know, he did start from like, you know, poetry and school and stuff like that. Right. And I started to find similarities and connections in between our story. And I think that sort of spurred, um, you know, the, the dreams maybe with that, you know, the law of attraction, just thinking about that more. Yeah. You know, it was a dream just like, you know, that not, like I felt like what the understanding from the dream was is that like, you know, you have the opportunity with the way you speak and how you can affect people, not just with like music and how your music may sound, but more about the the words and how you say them mm -hmm. and what you're saying to like to motivate people and that not a lot of artists have that opportunity. You know, there's a lot of artists that have dope music and you know, like did this and did that, but it's like some like not everyone can just, you know, talk to somebody yeah say stuff and have people be like oh wow you know like wow let's go and do it so right right the understanding i got from the dream is sort of that it was my you know like obligation to like you know transition from poetry into music and that you know like things would go my way that was that was my understanding from like when i when i came when i when i came out of those dreams it was that this is what you're supposed to be doing mm -hmm. you start doing this things are just going to start going your way that's and powerful like, and like you will be successful and like the the stars will just align for you. Hmm. So nice, yes. Yeah. And I think you can kind of tell that in your music. Like even going back to some of your earliest videos, like you're just very confident that you're gonna be at the top at some yeah. point. So for sure. Did you were you always a big Tupac fan growing up? Uh, yeah, I mean, think Tupac. I, I wouldn't say I was a huge fan. I'm, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't really call myself a fan of anybody. I fucking hate that word. Mm -hmm. But um. I was de he was definitely played a lot during the times when I was trying to become a better basketball player in the early on. Yeah. Later on, he wasn't played as much, but like early on, like seventh, eighth, ninth grade, there's a lot of Tupac being played in my yeah, ears. Yeah. At that point, it was me trying to like conquer this, this like being the underdog in like basketball. Sure. That makes sense. Um, since you started to rap here in Wichita, do you think that affected your style at all? Or it would have been the same wherever you started at? No, I think it would have been the same wherever I started. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch anybody. I didn't, I don't get, I don't gain in like in terms of like, you know, I don't watch people and like gain inspiration. I just sort of stick to what I feel is like my calling. Yeah, I got you. Um, was there any resistance from people in Wichita, like your friends or anybody else in Wichita? Um, I think there was. You know, there was a couple things here and there. With guys with like, you know, like, 
videos, dudes would be like, oh, you're taking our video ideas and stuff when we were just like, bro, we're just getting in the location and rapping, you know, like, right. So it's, it's, it was little things like that, but we never like paid too much attention to it because just just random stuff. But the, which part, which has been pretty, you know, supportive for the most part. I think I wasn't really shown super much love. I didn't, but I wasn't looking for it. Like right. I didn't, I didn't expect it. Like I, I was, I'm from Ottawa, not Wichita, but I still like, you know, like to say that I started in Wichita, but also heavily rep Ottawa too. So I, th I think it was cool. I think more people are starting to recognize. I hope they. You know, I always tell you I'm not the guy to I'm not the guy to go against because I'm I'm not gonna put any effort into going back against you. Yeah, absolutely. Nor like do I care? I, I'd rather just be. Okay. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna say bad things about Dax and have Dax come back and say bad things about you. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna waste my time. Right. Very positive. Yeah. Just it's just very irrelevant. So it's like you might as well you might as well support someone like me because I'm I'm more li I'm more liable to to try and help you. <laughs> so right. it's like you know so. I, I I didn't I don't see much resistance because I don't look for it. So yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of that is Wichita just not knowing about you. I mean, you do yeah. have a pretty big social media presence, presence, especially YouTube. But like, I mean, I found you. I think in that video you said you were nine months in when I first found yeah. you. And like, I like hip hop music, and so. But I mean, I, I think as more people hear about you and hear your story, I think Wichita is definitely going to claim you. You're from Ottawa, yeah. Wichita will definitely claim yeah. some of that. No, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping Wichita claims me. I'm hoping Ottawa claims me. You know, even Ottawa doesn't really know about me that much. Like, I just I was back home recently, but before that, I hadn't been home in like three years. And last time I was there, I didn't even make music. You know, so it's like right. I'm hoping all these places I I mentioned, you know, claim me, and I'm able to, you know, speak for those in those places, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, at what point did you think music could like be your life or that could be the end? Was that before or after you moved to LA? Did you think you could like make that? As soon as, as soon as I wrote my first poem, I was on the bus to a game. As soon as I looked down at the page, as soon, I, I was, I wrote it on my phone. As soon as I wrote that first poem and felt like, damn, you wrote this, but it doesn't even feel like you wrote it. As soon as I wrote that, I was like, it's game over. Yep. And that's when I was like, dope. I, I was like, that's when I was like, wow, I have a talent. I never believed in talent. I was always, because I, I knew basketball wasn't my talent. I had worked like, you think I worked hard at music? I worked ex I worked extremely hard, like obsessively hard at basketball to become what I was. Mm -hmm. But this was my first time doing something. I was like, wow, you're naturally good at this shit. Damn. All you got to do now is work at it. Right. So that's, as soon as I wrote that first poem, I knew. I said, so I'm guessing there wasn't really a lot of doubt along the road or did, were you ever close to giving up at it? Or it sounds like you were pretty sure of yourself throughout confident. Yeah, I was, I don't think I was ever close to giving up because I don't, I don't like, I, I mean, as a person, I don't see, I don't, um, like th there's very few things that I will tell you I can do unless I know I can do it. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't see, um, once I make a decision, it's game over. I don't see, um, it's not, I don't, I never think about giving up. It's just, I know, I know if I sit down and think mm -hmm. about something, I can find a way to make it happen. Yeah. So like, I know if I just, that's, that's, that's what I do every day. And when I, cause I always say big plays like, damn, I know if, I know if I like sit down in this chair and just like think about how to make a big play in this music. Should if I sit down here for like an hour or two, mm -hmm. there's no way I can't come up with an idea that's going to further me, you know. So right, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, so is is your goal to get a record deal 
coming up, so, I mean, 2019, 20, whenever that is, or are you trying to make it independent? Because I think like Chance the Rapper is independent or however that works. But Yeah, well, independent's a real loose term, I think, in the music industry. Like, you know, I don't... If if you have if you have if you have funding that's not independent funding then I don't I don't consider you independent. Right, that makes sense. Some people some people say independent, but they have but they have label backings. It's like if you're if you're if you're if you're independent, but you have. I mean, if you if you're independent, but you have a family that has millions and millions and millions of dollars, you're not independent. Right. So I think like my when I say independent, it's different than when it's like dependent on this person's situation. So it's not my goal to stay independent. I don't think it, for me, it, like it just says, it doesn't make sense to want to be alone. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. It's not my goal to want to be independent. I know that any rapper I've ever looked up to is signed. So it's my goal to eventually sign a major record deal, one that's pro- like never been done before, but it just has to be the right one. And I, yeah. have to, I have to be able to walk in there and just be like, you know, I don't need you. I just want, I, but I would like to work with you. Nice. That's awesome. Um, how has the response been since you released the EP? Was it different than a lot of the remix YouTube remixes or? Yeah, I think, um, the, the EP is just, a lot of people don't even know about the EP, you know, there's a lot of people that haven't heard it mm-hmm. and it's slowly, people are slowly starting to hear, but I think once I, once I, once I release this next single and drop all the music videos off the EP that are left, people are yeah. like, oh, ah. <clears throat> my goal, I don't want to, I don't want to be known as just guy that raps because I, I can i can do this thing and i can you know i can i can make songs that, can, that i feel can like be on the radio with anybody so i'm excited to um put out these music videos and gain more recognition for that ep and just continue to push it gradually i think when people hear it they're shocked a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. um and i think it, i think it's a good shock though it's not it's not it's not like a oh he's trying to be mainstream oh man you know not because like the, the songs still have some type of meaning to them yeah you know, and relate to like, you know, like all night long, it's about just working all the time. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it could be on the radio, you know? So it's like, I'm not, I don't sacrifice um, my integrity yeah. for a song, you know? Right. And I think it does sound different than a lot of the remixes too. It's still awesome, but it's definitely yeah. different than some of the other ones. Yeah. And the remixes are just for fun. You know, like the remixes, I just sit down, it's just me just like, I know they're good for, um, you know, if for an artist who doesn't have any backing or doesn't know anyone in the industry and has no idea how the fuck to gain traction, which I, I, in the beginning I had no idea, mm-hmm. like it's, it's good to remix a popular song, you know, for searching purposes. On oh, YouTube. for sure. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. How, what's your writing process like? So do you get a beat first and then start thinking about the content or do you have the content yeah. and find a beat to match? Yeah. Early on, my writing process was very... Um, I was patient. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm no longer patient. I don't. I don't just like to sit down and write anymore. Some of the, I, have to, I like. I have to hear a beat. Yeah. If, if I'm writing poetry, I write the poetry first. But if, a song, I have to hear the beat first. And if I'm not like inspired off like my first listen to the beat, I just don't write. Yeah. Unless, like, if, unless I really, really need a song. But like, what I, I always do, I always tell myself, okay, just trust. You know, this this isn't basketball. That's what I was telling myself. This is in basketball where you had to work super hard at it. And like I, I would I would work like ten thousand hours and still miss shots in a game. But even though I, I scored a lot, but like music is different. I feel like I'm I'm musically inclined. So it's like trust your talent and just because you hear this beat and maybe you didn't come up with something today or the day after or the day after or the day after. But just trust that it'll come. So my my music my music writing process and music making process mm-hmm. is don't force it. If right. I don't, if I don't make music for ten days. I don't make music for ten days. Right. 
If I don't make music for a year, fuck it. It'll come eventually, though. You know, I'll be inspired, and when I do, like, I'll make enough songs to where I'll be. You know, and, and I always believe just things are like things are going according to God's plan. So I don't, you know, stress the writing process. Really, just hear a beat and just write to it. Not a lot of the time in studio now. Right, right. Um, so on your Servant Protect song, you mentioned that you resurrected hip hop. What killed hip hop? What's the toxic attitude in hip hop, or what? What's nothing, your view on that? Nothing killed hip hop. I think um, when I say I resurrected hip hop, I feel like I'm subconsciously talking about I'm bringing back something that isn't as you know. I don't. I don't think there's anybody in my lane right now. I don't think there's like, like I was thinking about this the other day. It's like. Because I think hip-hop is more than just music. It's an attitude. You know, it's a grind. Mm -hmm. It's a Master P type selling, you know, shit out the trunk type crazy grind. You know, that just people do. And I think that's what I'm bringing back. I don't think... I'm not saying, I'm not saying my music is the best. I'm not saying my music is unique. I'm not saying my... Although I think it is. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just saying that there's no one right now that's grinding like and I think anyone who can watch can be like, you know what that, because I don't want people to judge me off. The, don't judge me off the music. Don't, you can't, obviously they're going to. Don't judge me off of the singing voice. Judge me off of like, damn, this motherfucker is going hard. Oh, yeah. So I feel like I'm bringing back the grind to hip hop because I feel like, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a, a, a lot of hip hop right now is like you have to be in the right situation to make it. Or you have to know the right people and have the right mm -hmm. friends and be this, this, or this, that, or this, that, or this, that to make it. So I feel like I'm kind of that. What was I saying? You're good. You're just talking about how you're grinding and a lot of people aren't. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying people aren't grinding. A lot, everyone has their own grind. But I'm saying I feel like my grind is very different than a lot of people's. Right. And, it's, and I think that's what I'm bringing back to, 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 to hip-hop where it's just like that. You know, that, that, that grit, that grind coming out of situations that aren't, you're not, you know, it's not the most favor or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Cause there's some people that might just know somebody. I think, I think there's a lot of passion lacking in hip hop. Yeah. I think, I think, um, there's, you know, there's a lot of like, um, it's sort of trying, I don't want to say like being cool. Cause obviously that's a big thing. Trying to be cool. Like I, I try to be cool too. Shit. You know but I mean? But like, I just feel like there's a lot of like, there's, there's a lot of passion lacking and stuff you know what i mean so i think i think i'm bringing that back yeah definitely definitely um yeah i guess as part of that your grind i know i personally think but i'm just like how does he put out so much stuff it seems like every week there's a couple songs coming out or a video yeah. or another video and yeah it's impressive yeah, that's my goal when i started it was always i want people to feel like this motherfucker dax is everywhere yeah like you don't like, sleep like, like how is he how is he doing this like how is he here how is he in this comment section how is he then dropping this then he's talking with this then this i hear the, the boop like how is this one man doing all this you know what i mean so that, that's my goal and obviously with the help of you know dad switch who's my video guy he helps me make all this content along with some other video guys too i've helped along the way that i'm super grateful for so and people who make beats and like right now i'm working with a good night lex noise a guy named joe lebeau who helped me a lot too biscuit and butter so that's that's just the goal is to is, is be everywhere yeah, for sure. Uh, Thad, did, was he from Wichita? How do you guys link up? Um, so it's funny. I, I basically, I saw I, someone sent me, uh, there's another rapper in Wichita named, um, 
His name's like his name's Isaiah Hall. I'm like, what's his rap name? Fuck. Chaos. Okay. Chaos showed me a video one time. He's like, because I used to go to the mall and then I'd write, because I'd, I'd show him like poems and shit. And he worked at Foot Locker and he showed me a music video. He sent me one. I'm like, damn, whoever filmed this shit, this is a clear ass video. Yeah. And at that time, I wanted my poetry, music videos to, I wanted my poetry to look like music videos. Mm-hmm. That, that's how I planned to like revolutionize poetry because I wanted my, I wanted to make poetry cool. So I was like, damn, who filmed this video? I looked at that Swift, uh, Facebooked it, messaged him, and then we met up at um, Wichita and I was like, yo, we're going to change the world. And then we just started working together. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I see his name on pretty much all of your videos and they're all, I mean, top notch. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, what's it been like to like kind of climb the ladder almost? Like you've hit the YouTube stuff. Now you're starting to work with like, I mean, you've worked with Hobson a couple times, which yeah. I mean, I remember him from when I was in high school, like the early ill mind of Hobson days yeah. and now going on tour with tech nine. I mean, what's that been like to kind of step up? Uh, it's been, it's been great. It's been, um, it's been going according to plan. You know, I think um, it's a blessing to be able to be recognized um, and be able to go and do these things that, like, it, it's just a blessing to be, like, considered a legitimate music artist because so many people have tried to, like, trap me in that, oh, you're a YouTuber or, oh, you're a, you know, people try to put you in so many different boxes. <coughs> and I've always just told myself that I'm the only person who can put myself in a box. Mm-hmm. I'm always, I'm always excited when I get to level up and just you know make another big step in my career that that, that takes me outside of whatever box society tries to put me in. So it's, it's been great to like you know people recognizing me and being considered like a music artist. Like you know like yeah that's that nigga who makes music. Right, you know, so right. What's your biggest show been? Was that one of the like shows in China? I saw those were like forty thousand people or some ridiculous. Yeah, well that was that was a festival. My, my okay. Like in terms of my own own shows, I haven't really done my own like. Mm-hmm. Just purely my own show. I did one in Ottawa. Uh, it was like, like right now, I'm probably selling like you know, like maybe like fifty to hundred tickets, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like in terms, of, in terms of my 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 show grind, that's like that's a whole other monster. Right. Like, people don't understand. Like that's totally different from the internet. Yeah. You know, and it's like, but I knew that I had to focus on one because I'm just doing it all by myself. Like so, I can't just like be doing all that. So I, I really focused on like the internet and the music grind and content creation. And now I'm really starting to focus on like doing shows, which you know the tour is really great. So, you know the the, the myself like probably put, putting like fifty to hundred people to a show sometimes, sometimes less. But I haven't done many on my own. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's humble beginnings in terms of that too. But I, I love the process, and I'm not you know scared to perform in front of fucking three people. I don't give a shit, you know. Right. So I just I love that. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. I'm excited to see you in Wichita with Tech Nine. That's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, man, the Tech Nine tour is a fucking blessing. I'm going back to Wichita, going to Missoula, Montana, going to Casper, Wyoming. Like that's every cool. place I wanted to touch, I'm touching. So it's great. That's really cool. Yeah, I was hoping I looked at it because uh, I heard you had that big announcement coming out, and I saw you were going on tour. Yeah. And first thing, I had to make sure you're coming to Wichita. So, oh yeah, because I think Tech comes pretty much every year. So I'm glad to see you making yeah, it back. Tour is like a fucking monster, yo. Yeah, he's a busy man. Um. What was the final straw moving out to LA? Was that just you graduating and that was the next logical step? Yeah, it just made sense. That was where, um, like, for example, when I left when I left Canada because I wanted to play basketball at the highest level. So I'm like, damn, I got to go to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I want to make music at the highest level. Fuck, I got to go to L.A. <laughs> you know? Right, right. So I just go where it's hot. Yep. Um, you, you mentioned in a couple interviews that you could be a better singer than you are a rapper. And then in some of your old music videos, you did kind of a back and forth acting thing. Is that, would you ever branch out into something like that, acting or another branch like that? Yeah, I think uh, it's my goal to win an Oscar someday. So I, I plan to start acting. I tried, I tried out for a role. I don't think I got it. 
because I think if I would have gotten it, they would have hit me back. But um, <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, it's just, it's just progression. Like you know what I mean? I think I think the most the the most fucked up shit that people really really think in their mind they don't they 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 don't like social media doesn't allow people to really get a good job of seeing point a to point b and mm-hmm. i think that's try to make sure i do and explain that like this started here and now it's here right and i'm, and I'm always going to let you know where it started not for my benefit but for your benefit so you know that you don't have to just end here right now yeah like you don't have to be where i'm at right now there's there's a progression there was I remember when I started, I didn't rap as good. My shit sounded awkward. Mm-hmm. My, my movements weren't as fluid. Like I was awkward, and you know? I was like, so I try to make sure I like continuously let people know that there's this progression that's involved in anything successful, and that no one starts here. So I forgot the fucking question, but yeah, no, you're good. It's kind of the Gary V document. Don't create, so people can see where you came from, and they can go back and watch all the old stuff and see exactly. Yeah, where you came exactly. From. Yeah. Uh, so what's it been like to get all the attention you've been getting lately? I mean, I saw the picture with Gary Vee. You've been on, I mean, a lot of big time podcasts on YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah. Has that been, what's that been like? Uh, it's been good. I think there's there's a lot of responsibilities that come along with um, more exposure. Mm-hmm. I think I've always been ready for those responsibilities. There's a lot of there's there's good things that come along with it. Bad things that come along with it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's dangerous things that come along with it. Right. Yeah, I've been in you know some dangerous situations. People know about. I've been in dangerous situations. People don't know about. Mm-hmm. I don't talk about. Know what I mean? So there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad. I think for me, um, and I try to tell you that you're not you're not going to avoid it. Like someone, even someone as positive as me, who like I don't promote any gang violence. I don't I don't I don't perpetuate that. I don't even act like it. And I don't make people like think that I do that shit. But that shit that shit still gets involved. So it's like that's that comes along with the music industry. But it's always just you know navigating with with respect. Um, Never letting a situation overthrow your your morale, your morals as a person. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, just I tell people all the time, just, there's a lot of good, but at the end of the day, whatever whatever comes along, good or bad, the first thing you got to do is breathe. Mm-hmm. And just like, what's what's the situation, and what's the best thing to do right now? Yeah, definitely. Even when someone tries to put you know money in your face. It's like mm-hmm. cars in your face, this, that, offer you this. Like you have to breathe in every situation. You know what I mean? And I've, t- I've turned mm-hmm. down a lot of crazy things. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just, yeah it's just keep it true to stuff. yourself. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the most impressive things to me is just how positive you keep everything. I mean, not just in on social media, but like in your music. Like you might be having, I mean, it might be like a kind of an angry sounding song, but there's an underlying positive message throughout it. Yeah. Right? You know? I just, I just the way I grew up is I, I still have I can't wait until I have a bigger like, world fan base where I can really just speak on like the hate people like, really show others. It's just like to go out of your way to, to go out of your way to put someone else down publicly for me is such like a such a it's such a it's such a crazy thing, mm-hmm. and like such a what it whole it, it really. It, and like I just I can't wait to speak on that like more in depth like as I get bigger and have a more like worldly fan base of people that like really 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 listen to like my words and stuff like that because it's just like for me the things I see on just like social media and being a music artist it's like dog <laughs> like what right fuck 
So I saw your uh, picture with like the 2019 goals. So we're two months in. How are those goals coming along? Man, they're coming along great, man. Um, a lot of the number goals are looking good. Uh, this My Last Word song is really going to be a big, you know, thing. I, should, I, I said 50 shows. I'm, I'm crossing that off with, with tech. I, I said 50 shows, tour, tour, major tour, support a major tour. That's going to be locked check, up. Check, check. Um, you know, everything's, everything's really look really looking good, but it's just, I got to just keep my foot on the fucking pedal. Mm -hmm. It's looking good though. Good, good, man. Have you always had the, I, I've heard your biggest goal is to put something in the world that will last forever. Is that, has that been something you've always had or since you started poetry or forever? Or yeah, I, I came about that during poetry, but I've always had that mindset as a human being. Cause my mom, my mom always told me growing up that I was going to be like, you know, quote unquote, that nigga. You know, or just like I was really going to do something positive with the world mm -hmm. or for the world. So I've always had that mindset that I, that, I, that there was something great I was supposed to be doing. And I thought it was, I was going to garner that through basketball and use that platform to spread that around. But now I know it's, it's this that's going to you know do that for me. So that's still the goal is to put something into the world that lasts forever. And, that, and, and even as crazy thing is that goal sounds so great, but it's so subjective, which is sort of like right. axing on me. But it is what it is. Yeah, for sure. Do you so for your goals? Do you like look where you want to be and work backwards from that, or are you just thinking, all right, just keep writing whatever comes to mind for goals? Yeah, I, I just I, I write down a bunch of goals. I I know that like I don't get to, I don't get too like I don't I don't stress over it too much. You know what I mean? I know there's going to be things that I don't accomplish, and I know there's going to be things that I do. But a lot of the goals I'll throw out there. Some of them will sound outlandish, but it's like I'm not stupid, you know. I think a lot of the, like I always try to tell people like if I if I write something or say something, there's a reason I write I, I wrote or say it. Like you know, mm -hmm. I don't just I don't throw things out there that I don't think I can do. Right. Some, you know, because it's just as simple as that. Like I'm, you know what I mean. So everything I I write down, I pretty much I see I see the steps and I can see the calculations as to what moves need to be made to get there. So and I just let people know that I think it's, I think that's my path. It's, for everybody, that's not the the way. Mm -hmm. But you know. Everyone's in different situations, you know, so. Right. Yeah, it might seem crazy to some people, but if you yeah. think that's reasonable, why not? Yeah. Um, so you almost died three times, right? Is that what Missouri. I've heard? Okay, so what do you think that's about or why do you – I mean, do you think you made it out of those three because you're meant to do something bigger? What's your thoughts on those? Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think it was by God's grace on those, the fire and the, the, the car fire, house fire, the, the accident. Yeah. I think, I think, I think I'd like, I like to think and believe that I'm meant for something greater, but I, I, I hate saying that because I want my, my goal is to make sure everyone feels that way too. Like I don't right now, now that I'm gaining a bigger platform, it's like a lot of people haven't seen my poetry that are coming along now. Mm -hmm. so they, might, they get, they get, they really get confused by some of the things I say and see it as like a, you know, maybe like a, an ego type shit, but my goal is to not say Dax is special. My goal is to be like everyone's special, but you just, you have to believe it in a certain way. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so that's my thing. I think, yeah, Dax was supposed to Daniel and Dax was supposed to make it out of that situation. But that's not to take away from anybody listening and saying, you're not supposed to make it out of that supposed to saying, we're both supposed to do that shit, bro. But it's just like, maybe I'm doing it because I believe this in a certain way. Right. I convince people to believe and what they're doing the same way I do, which is that's what that's why I'm really I'm creating my family and the people like I feel like the people around me are starting to believe that too. So it's nice to hear like people of the family hit me and be like, "Yo, this happened today." So yeah, I do believe I'm supposed to make it out of that shit. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that kind of leads to my next thing. You mentioned God a lot in your stories. Have you always been a believer, been a Christian, or 
Has yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't call myself a Christian or a Catholic or none of that. I believe in God. Mm-hmm. And I believe there's definitely a connection. I, I believe that, you know, he, God made us all and all of that great shit. I believe in all of that. Right. And I just, I, that's as far as I take it. I don't try to, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not going to tell, you know, I, I, I encourage everyone to have a connection with God. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you to go to church. I'm not going to tell you to pray. I think you should. I pray. And I've, 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 I've seen Things happen in my life that I believe was definitely there's no there's there's no way some things could have happened to me without a higher power being put in there and putting that shit together. Yeah. So like that's the way I, I and I tell people all the time there's no way all this shit on earth could just be here just by chance, yo. There's too much. The intricacy that goes into a human eyeball is ridiculous, and to think that this shit was just scientifically formed randomly. For me, it's just fucked in the head. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I do believe in God and encourage anyone to, you know, do that. That's awesome, man. Is is there any specific inspiration for the hairstyle, or is that just something you came up with? Um, yeah, it's something. It's something that I st- I started it when I wasn't even making music. It was just me. I always told people at the University of Montana when I started growing. It was like, yo, this is million dollar hair. I told I used to tell people that from the beginning when I just when I played basketball. Yeah, this is million dollar hair. This was this was before even people were even doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've been had this for like four or five years. You know what I mean now? Yeah. You know I mean? For me, it's like I just told you. Yeah, I just said this is million dollar hair. And for me now, it's like this. It's in the music industry right now. It's like if someone just sees Dax on the street and has never talked to me before, they'd be like, oh yeah, he makes music and he probably he probably makes music like that. Just by the way, he, yeah, he, I bet you he makes music like that. So there's a shock factor once they actually hear me speak. Right. And when you shock people for the first time, ooh, there's no better thing. Very so. cool, man. Very cool. Uh, so I, I got to point out, so in almost all your videos, you either don't have a shirt on or mm. you just have a jacket with no shirt on. Yeah. Is there any reason for that or just showing off the hard work or – I just think it looks dope. You know, there's 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 are some videos and a lot of pictures where I do have a shirt on. Like, you know, a lot of the thing was back in Kansas, I didn't have a lot of money and the outfits mm-hmm. weren't just like what I like. So I'm just like, damn, I just look better without a shirt. And I always like, you know, for me it was just like, damn, motherfuckers are born naked. Yeah, when why I, not? When I go swimming, I don't have a shirt on. You, you know, so it's just like it looks dope. So I was like, man, this is lit. And I, I work hard at, at uh, staying in shape. So and it keeps me motivated to stay in shape because I always know, like, you know, I got all of a sudden, I always have my shirt like, oh, man, that's going to be getting fat. <laughs> you know, so it motivates me to, yeah, keep going. Yeah. Do you lift quite a bit? Like, often? Every day. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, what's, what's your morning routine like? Are you an early morning person? What's your routine look like? Uh, I, I wake up according to, like, what time I need to wake up to now because I don't play basketball, so I don't got to, like, work on my game in the morning. But my right. morning routine. As I wake up, I'm probably in my bed for like the first hour, hour and a half, just on my phone, going through a bunch of messages, replying to people back, just doing anything that needs to be done. And then from there on, it's whatever the day has in store. Right now, my, right now, my life's pretty, um, you know, I can do a lot of just what I want whenever mm-hmm. I'm with, you know, these tours and these shows that's starting to come. It's going to be, it's going to get, it's about to get a lot busier. And I'm right. preparing for that. Yeah. Have to figure out a new routine when that comes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, is there anything you recommend to people a lot? Like, do you like to read or any movies or podcasts or music or anything like that? Um, I there was one summer I read a lot, a lot of self help books, a lot of motivational books, Forty Eight Laws of Power, um, 
any any book that's going to increase you know your mindset you know i wrote i read the kobe book mm-hmm. um yeah just you know there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with you know empowering yourself that's always good so i would recommend that for sure absolutely do you have a favorite failure in rapping or basketball or life my favorite failure is d1 not working out yeah i worked so hard for so many years to get to d1 so hard you know, just like unimaginably hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I got there and it just didn't work out. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. everything, everything fell into place for me getting there. But when I got there, everything fell out of place. But I was still put in a position to redeem myself. But I, it's, it's crazy, Astro. I don't got time for because I, I, I low-key got to leave soon for this. Uh, yeah, you're good. I'm almost done. You're good. But um, yeah, D1 not working out was my greatest failure was my for real my greatest failure was such like it was such a blessing because if i would have stayed at the university of montana i would i would be nowhere near in the mindset to write a poem right happens for a reason yep exactly so i I, the fact that you know d1 didn't work out i was there for a year it was great you know a lot of shit happened too but so yeah it's my best failure awesome what's your definition of success my definition of success I don't know if I found it yet. I've been asked that question a couple of times, and I, you know, people say, "Yeah, being happy." Yeah, that's not enough for me. Yeah, you know, being happy is great, but I still want to accomplish shit. I still want to, you know, I still want to when a hundred years from now, maybe that's my goal: putting something to the world that lasts forever. A hundred years from now, people are still like, "Yo, that that motherfucker Dak." The same way people still talk about Tupac. That's like my definition of success. Right. Time, timeless. Very cool. Um, do you have a life motto you live by, or what's some of the best advice you've received from somebody? Um, my life motto. What are Dax's life mottos? Um, do more than you're paid for, and eventually you'll be paid for more than you do. Mm-hmm. Live tired. So you got to get comfortable being tired. Mm-hmm. If you're not tired. You're not working. Um, don't. What's another one? Uh, don't let people who do nothing for you take everything from you. What that means is all these motherfuckers like who say shit or talk about you, they don't they don't mean shit. You know, they're like they're they're not I don't I don't let anybody who does nothing for me affect any decision. Like social media nothing. You know what I mean? Like and it's just for me and, and I always say that's so that's one another one that use anger as fuel. Anger is anger is positive. You know what I mean? So I take I, I take negativity and I, I I I turn it positive and use it to my benefit. So that's another one too. Hell of shit, man! I got yeah, you're I, full of them for sure. I'm full of them. Awesome. Um, just back to the Wichita. What was your favorite part of Wichita when you were here? Uh, my campus, my university campus. Yeah, <laughs> Newman was pretty cool. Yeah, Newman was cool. Just to see, yeah, the city was cool. I, I'm not a I'm not a huge like I like to I like I like to party and stuff like that, but I was just you know I was consumed in what I was doing. Yep. And then um, just kind of the last question: What does Wichita mean to you? What does Wichita mean to me? Wichita means Wichita means Wichita means Wichita means the start, the birth. The Wichita allowed me to take a deep breath and really look at life and get my first job. You know, I never wanted a job. I just wanted to go straight to me. It allowed me to, to, you know, spawn my creativity and write poetry, which Wichita was really the birth of I feel like. like. I have a living legend. I have that tatted on me. <laughs> so I'm going to fucking say it. I feel like Wichita was the birth of a, 
living legend. I love Wichita and will always be grateful to what Wichita gave me. For real, for real. Awesome, man. Um, Is there anything you want to say to all the people that will listen to this? I want to say to Wichita, man, just, you know, think outside the box. Don't get caught up in the right way. There is no right way. There's your way. I love it. Awesome, man. Well, I really appreciate you calling. I mean, this is 45 minutes and it's more time than I thought I'd get with you. So I really appreciate it. No problem, my dude. Yep. I'll spread the love. Good luck, oh, man. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Thank you to everyone who stuck it out and listened to this episode of the Wichita Live podcast. Thanks to the local Wichita band, The Caves, for use of their song. You can find links to everything we discussed in the show notes at wichitalifeict.com. If you have any comments or recommendations for our podcast, feel free to contact us at wichitalifeict at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, hasta luego.